This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. going on guys this is rob carbone coming at you with episode 104 of bd4 where there is no better way to get your yankees in nicks analysis so uh i hope everybody's doing well i know this whole quarantine thing is just getting well at least to me it just feels like it's <laughs> the days are just going by so slow and it feels like there's just nothing that is um Nothing exciting going on, no sports still, and we've we've got yet a ways to go, at least in my opinion, before this whole thing is over with, unfortunately. So I'm trying my best to stay sane. Life is just so boring right now, but, you know, hopefully I can bring something for you guys, something um, of sports and, you know, just my own opinion and my whole, I don't know, if you guys want to check out episode 103, just go check out, um, Go check that out on my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Um, you know, you can find uh, BD4 on Spotify, on Apple, on Google, on SoundCloud, on YouTube, where the video cast is, and plenty more outlets as well. Just go to my website, click on the tab called Outlets, and that'll take you to where you need to be at. Um, right on that page, that'll display my social media outlets, the podcast platforms, and how to subscribe to the blog. So guys, thanks for tuning in. Once again, um, episode 104, where we're just going to address some recent rumors um, that have been going on in, in Manhattan, New York of late, right, amongst the Knicks. Um, a couple of things, um, you know, a couple of things that have resurfaced and you know, things that really, really didn't surprise us. But the big uh, the big one tonight, obviously, is the, um, the whole Donovan Mitchell thing, which I think is just so ridiculous. It blew up out of nowhere. In my opinion, it, it just didn't. I just don't feel like it's something that should be talked about right now in New York because people are talking about the Knicks now potentially making a trade for Donovan Mitchell because of his relationship with Rudy Gobert. That's ridiculous. They will be fine. They'll make up. They'll be back on the court in no time, whenever it is that the NBA returns, and they'll be one of the Western Conference's best teams. So that's just something ridiculous. Um, we're going to touch on that, and we're also going to touch on the a couple of you know other matters that have been kind of uh, popping up in the headlines of late. Julius Randle once again has popped up in the headlines when it comes to the Knicks. uh, Sorry. When it comes to our trade options for the Knicks and, you know, Leon Rose reportedly is open to trading Julius Randle, despite being one of his agents, I believe his agent. Um, So that kind of, you know, made headlines, but in my personal opinion, 
I don't think that's anything that carries too much weight. I, you know, and it, it didn't surprise me either. You know, why wouldn't he be, you know, available in trade talks? Really, why wouldn't any Nick outside of Barrett and Robinson be available in trade talks? And even those two, you know, if it were to so happen, um, you know, those two wouldn't be traded unless we had a superstar offer on the table like Mitchell, but that's not happening. And I just think the recent, you know, rumors and in the headlines and all that have just been you know, nonsense to talk about, which is just, you know, puff pieces, I guess you could say. Um, and then Charles Oakley continuing his drama um, in his latest rant or whatever you want to call it. He kind of threw Patrick Ewing under the bus saying that, don't quote me on this. I don't know the exact quotes. I don't remember, but you know, he said on somebody else, somebody else's show, um, that I don't know, something like Ewing wasn't the Patrick Ewing wasn't the right person to lead them, or he didn't, you know, something like that shit. I don't remember the words. I don't really care. That's why. And it's just stupid. It was uncalled for. He just Oakley at this point just sounds bitter, just sounds so upset and just so bored. I guess with his life, he just he, he I guess he wants attention. I don't know. I listened to his interview. I listened to Charles Oakley's interview a couple weeks ago on another podcast that I subscribed to, um, Knicks, fan, Knicks Fan TV, where Oakley was pretty much just, sounds like a, what I just said, a miserable, just bored, tired old man right now. He just doesn't have anything to do. Does he need help? That's what James Dolan said. And maybe, maybe for once in his life, James Dolan is right on this. And Oakley does need some counseling or whatever it is, because he just doesn't sound like he's in a right spot right now whenever he does say something to the media but i don't want to i don't want to talk on that too much these are just some stupid little things that have been popping up lately i figured i'd just stop in and give an update but um we've heard tom thibodeau's name once again in in, uh thibodeau's once again coming up in, in headlines that the knicks are considering him heavily um amongst all the coaching favorites or candidates he's one of the favorites sure you know i don't know too much Coaching to me is it's hard to judge coaching um, when I'm a fan of the Knicks and only the Knicks, so I can't really get to you know evaluate other coaches of other teams too much. But I know that Thibodeau's time with the Bulls, for the most part, before his later tenure, was very successful. He um, he won a Coach of the Year or two maybe, um, and you you know had them in the playoffs and, and competing for the most part. Um, then he went to Minnesota after his little. Uh, stint with the Bulls or a long stint with the Bulls. He went to Minnesota. Things didn't really work out as good as they did in Chicago. So that was kind of a little stain on his resume. But it's again, it's hard for me personally to give too much insight on somebody like Tom Thibodeau just because I don't watch the Bulls and don't watch the Timberwolves. So I never really get to see him in action coaching. But from what I hear, he's an old school defensive minded coach who stresses um, effort and things like that. And, you know, maybe he was more of a product of the personnel on the court. You know, he had a defensive player of the year. He had an MVP. But then on the flip side, some people think that he was the reason Rose won an MVP. And he was the reason that Noah was such a great defensive player. You know, so there's it kind of, you know, there's two sides to this whole thing. And I'm kind of just in the middle, like I am with a lot of things sometimes, that I just don't know how much um, I could really give an opinion on when it comes to Tom Thibodeau or any coaching candidate for that much really because it's hard for me to pay attention to pay close attention to other coaches around the league when I'm watching the Knicks for 82 games unfortunately but that's on that Um, we also have 
you know, again, this Randall thing, I don't think it's something that's going to happen. I think, you know, the Knicks would have to find the dream scenario here to trade Randall. If you want to find a partner for him, you have to look at contenders who are looking for that third slash fourth option, maybe a sixth man to come off the bench and somebody who's willing to pay that contract, right? He's still being paid a hefty amount um, next season. And the year after that, his third and final year of the deal, he's only owed $4 million guaranteed. So still a little bit left to pay here. Um, so if the Knicks were to find a partner, it would have to be a contender that is willing to to pony up the, the dollars here. But, you know, I think he's better off, off the Knicks, um, Randall is, than on them, though, if we're being honest. I think, you know, I would love to find a partner. I just don't know if it's realistic. But, you know, Randall's one of those players where – the casual Nick, the casual Knicks fan probably love him, right? And they'll probably just see the twenty and ten numbers. And this was the best player on their team. Oh, it's typical Knicks getting rid of their best players. Why do you think they suck so much, right? One of those. That's you know that's who Julius Randle is. He's a perfect for the casual Knicks fan who catches ten games a season or you know, a game or two every month. But for the fan that watches all eighty-two, for the fan that invests his time, you know, forty-eight minutes a night, like me, unfortunately, again. We realize that a lot of that production Randall gives is empty production, where you know the scoring binges are neutralized by his lack of defensive effort time and time again. Where his his numbers come late in the game, where the Knicks are getting blown out or something like that. So a lot of it is very empty, much like it is with Alfred Payton, much like it was. Here's a better comp, and is Cantor. I like to compare Randall to Cantor, where he might give you a lot, but it looks good. Although in the end, it's not going to be very beneficial in terms of being competitive as a team because he gives it back up on the other end or he's just doing it in minutes that really, you know, when the game is already out of hand or just late in the game, it doesn't matter. So I think Randall is perfect for that casual Knicks fan who just reads off the basketball reference and shit like that and likes to bash the young core. But, you know, Randall, in my opinion, he's better off on another team a contender who needs a third or a fourth option, not a number one option, not somebody who tries to primary ball handle and acts as the point forward. I think he needs to be more of an off-ball scorer, somebody who rolls out of pick and roll, somebody who sets the screen, somebody who shoots the ball only off of pick and pop or only off of spot-up scenarios for the most part and not just dribble pull-ups. You know, somebody who doesn't create his shots, somebody who's not often dribbling in the post and fumbling in, into the post and just clogging the lanes by standing there idle without the ball in his hands. He's better off somewhere else where he can play off the ball more as a, you know, number three, number four, possibly a six-man option. So I think if the Knicks can find that partner, it would be really, really beneficial to the young court so they can get more touches, they could have more ball time, more shot attempts, and better spacing on the floor for the Knicks depending on who they get in return. People want Christian Wood. Nice spot, uh, stretch four. People want Laurie Marketing, who's really like a modernized stretch four. Um, so we'll see what happens there, but I don't want to put too much weight into that. I really can't put too much weight into anything until the offseason actually begins because we're still technically in the middle of an NBA season. Now, who knows if that's going to return, but again, we're far from we're far from the offseason. We're far from free agency, far from the draft and far from able, being able to you know, look at the trade market right now. But that's that on Randall. We talked on Thibodeau. We talked really on Oakley. Uh, we'll dive into this whole Donovan Mitchell thing in just a sec. Real quick, we're going to take a break. But before we do take a break, guys, 
This episode is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is a free podcast hosting platform that allows you to record straight from your phone. Or you can do it on your computer, tablet, iPhone, whatever it is. Um, But they allow you to record straight from it. Very convenient. They provide you with the ability to add your own sound effects for free. They... um, they distribute your podcast for you. So they'll put it up on Spotify for you on iTunes and all those different platforms. And guys, not only is it free, but they will even pay you just for reading an advertisement whenever you are recording a podcast. So guys go download the anchor app, or you can just go to anchor.fm to begin and join the podcasting world. All right, guys, we'll be right back. Guys, just want to make sure if you haven't yet, please go to my website, at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Once again, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. There should be a little option called Outlets on that front page. Click on Outlets, and that will take you to a page that displays all of my information. My social media outlets, how to subscribe to my blog, and how to subscribe to my podcast on the many different platforms we have. So once again, guys, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Yeah, I mean, it's, listen, not that I don't want Donovan Mitchell. I want Donovan Mitchell more than you do, probably. You know, the Knicks have been stuck in this in this hole forever thing is it's a it's not going to happen because it's just some overblown narrative the media is trying to create and b it would probably require the knicks just getting rid of their entire roster and he would have no supporting cast he wouldn't really bring much wins because he wouldn't have anything around him and he would probably become disgruntled and one out it's it's another porzingis scenario but again this is not something that should be taken seriously because it's not going to happen. Donovan Mitchell ain't coming to the Knicks, guys. He's I don't know where this came from. You know, I understand that he's having some relationship issues right now with Rudy Gobert because of the coronavirus, but it's something that I think will eventually be resolved despite him being reluctant to fix his relationship. I think that's just whatever. You know, I think at some point he is going to be fine and they will get it together. They'll figure it out and they'll be right back on the court being one of the Western conferences. Again, top teams in the league, a very, very strong duo of those two. He's dropping 25 and four a night. Gobert's out there, you know, <laughs> grabbing 15 boards, scoring 15 points, blocking three or four shots. You know, he's, it's, listen, it, it would require RJ Barrett plus a hefty deal of assets and draft picks. You know, I don't think it's going to require Barrett and Robinson simply because I don't think the Jazz would want Robinson just because, you know, they already have Gobert, who's an interior minded player as well. But again, this is not going to happen. Nobody's going to have, nobody's going to trade for, for, for Mitchell. And if there were to be a trade for Mitchell, why would the Knicks even be in consideration here? There are teams with much more to offer. There are you know teams that have, you know, it, it just doesn't fucking make sense. And it's really bothering me that this has just become some kind of, um, some kind of a talking point. It shouldn't even be talked about guys. This is nothing that's, that's serious. It's, I guarantee you, Within, whether that be in a couple of weeks, days, or even a couple of months, I don't fucking know. But it'll be all fine in Utah after all. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitchell 
and Gobert will be fine. The Knicks are not trading for him, okay? The Knicks are not doing that. They're not. They didn't get KD. Remember the whole KD Kyrie thing? Oh, Kevin Durant says he likes New York. Oh, Kyrie's liking New York Knicks Instagram shit. Maybe they're going to no. know. It, it's just this stupid shit. I've learned it. I've seen it in the past, not just with the Knicks. I saw the whole Machado thing, him liking Instagram posts, him doing this, him saying that. This happened and that happened. I just think all that is just unnecessary drama, unnecessary you know, fluff that we don't really need to focus on. But none of that's real. None of that's legitimate. Until I see something actually happening, this is not happening. The Knicks are not trading for Donovan Mitchell. Let me say that one more time. The Knicks are not trading for Donovan Mitchell. And the and the Utah Jazz are not going to trade him either. If it does, then hey, I will come back on here and, and do another episode. And we'll talk about the Knicks trading for Mitchell and how great they are going to be. But until that day, guys... <laughs> It's not happening. Fellas, thank you so much for joining in on BD4 episode 104. This has been your host, Rob Carbone. I, um, listen, I appreciate everybody stopping by. I, I, you know, not much to talk about, just a bunch of rumors and nonsense. But for those of you who have, who have stopped by, I, I want to thank you. And for those of you who continue to support us, thank you as well. Um, like, comment, share, download, whatever you want. But remember to subscribe to BD4 on all the different platforms we have, such as YouTube, um, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, and many more. Go to my website, nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Click on the Outlets tab, go there, and it will take you right to a page that displays all the information you need to know about me. Guys, thank you so much. This has been Rob Cardone doing episode 104 of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. And I'm signing out. All right. Ciao.